Welcome to the Parent Life Podcast. My name is Jason Stanlin, and I'm the middle school pastor here at Fruit Cove Baptist Church. This is a weekly resource for parents who are trying to raise Christian children. So September is going to be Highlight Month. Over the past year, we've had various different guests and people coming in to uh, help us with our episodes. And so what I've asked uh, our production team to do is to go back, find some of the best episodes that I've selected, and what I want to do is kind of string them together for you guys for the month of September. Starting off is going to be how to talk to my children about homosexuality with Pastor Tim. This was actually a two-part series that we did in a couple weeks separated from each other. So now this is going to be both of them back to back. This way uh, you kind of get the full content in about a week's format. So uh, this aired uh, a while back. It was one of our first top ten uh, episodes. It's been one of the most popular, most commented, uh, responded to episodes, and so really wanted to bring this back to you. And essentially, Tim approaches it with, if my child comes home and they have a friend who is gender curious or something of that nature, how should my child then respond to that other child? So this is going to be part one. hope you guys enjoy the episode. And uh, again, it's one of our favorite episodes, so let's jump right in. Let's Thank let you. me go ahead and set it up. <laughs> On a regular basis, I get parents uh, that bring this question to me, this kind of scenario. Okay. They come to me and they say, so my child came home from school the other day and told me that his or her friend is now gay, lesbian, trans, uh, gender, uh, curious, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the parent kind of looks back and says, what do I do now? And um, the, the challenge really is the balance of, okay, so as Christians, we don't hate those people. We don't, you know, wish animosity on them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we do also believe that the Bible clearly states something counter to their lifestyle choice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tim, how would you respond to that mm-hmm. parent? Because I know a lot of parents would actually love to hear that. Yeah, you know, I, uh, of course, I do not have a middle schooler in my life right now. Uh, I will in about, uh, oh, nine years or so. Yeah. Uh, so I guess at that, yeah, at that time, I will, I'm sure I'll be pulled into these discussions. But uh, so I get to be a little bit more just uh, academic at this point. It's not so much a personal interaction for me. But let me tell you what I think I would do uh, as a parent who would have this question come. You know, this is one of those issues that we used to be able to kind of stick our head in the sand and not deal with it. It, yeah. it was just something that was happening out there to other people in fringe situations. And honestly, to be fair to the kids today, these were issues that used to not confront us until we hit university campuses or you know, we'd find ourselves in our late teens, early 20s, our brains would be more developed. These were easier to process then. Now, these are huge. These are me- just mega questions that middle schoolers are being forced to wrestle with. And, yeah. and you know, I mean, I, it's, it's a question of, are we preparing our kids to be able to confront these kind of questions? Well, you're not preparing them if you never talk about it. Right. So the first thing that I would say is, as hard as it would be to do this, is that you need to thank God. I have an opportunity right now to teach my child. Amen. You have a teachable moment. They're listening. Now, if you just kind of on a random Tuesday night after dinner say, guys, sit down for a minute. We're going to talk about homosexuality. They're not going to go with you. Nope. It's going to be totally, it's, it's not their deal. Do, what Do you think I'm homosexual? What are you, why are <laughs> right, we talking yeah. about this? 
But what you now have handed to you on a silver platter, served up to you on a silver platter, is an opportunity where your child's mind is open. They're looking at you going, tell me what to do with this. How do I, how do I relate to this situation? Um, and again, the thing that I would really encourage you as a parent to do would be to not answer questions that they're not asking. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let them tell you what, are you, what do you want to know? Answer what they're prepared to hear. Yes. Right? Instead, yeah. of, instead of giving, don't, don't come at this from your vantage point and, and, you know, you don't set the narrative here. Let them set it. Let them tell you what they're asking you. That's right. I mean, are they asking you everything from, is this wrong? Uh, if this happened to my friend, could it happen to me? Is, I mean, there's all kinds right. of things going on in their head. You don't know what, what your child is asking you until you let them tell you. Right. So let, don't, don't, don't jump at the first question. And a lot of parents are going to freak out when this happens. And they're, yeah. they're going to just, you know, you're going to shut the moment down. Don't do that. You have a golden opportunity. You've got to get this into your child's heart somehow. Yeah. And this is your moment to be able to do that, to say, okay, now here we are. We're sitting here. This is real life. This is not, this is not uh, you know, we're not setting up a straw man here. This is really happening. My child has to go back to school tomorrow and interact with this person. Yeah. So what am I going to do to prepare them to do this? So, and, that, and that's really good advice because in my experience with working with students, a lot of times the first question is not the actual exactly question. Exactly right. The question they're, is never the question. They're so. generally working towards yes. another question. Yes. And if we cut them off early, we may yeah. never actually get to it. Yeah. So that's important. And I think as you walk into the discussion, I mean, part of this, and then I don't want to, there's so many tentacles to this, so I don't, I don't know, you know, where exactly to, to, which one to chase right now. But I think it's really fundamentally important, and, and we've talked about this in other sessions. You have got to make sure that if your child has not been totally steeped in a Christian worldview, that you go back now. This is time to review that. Yes. God made us. Yep. God made us. God made men men and women women, and any other derivation of that is outside of the created order that God mm-hmm. put in place. Now, you have to start there. Now, the fact that your child believes that doesn't mean their friend's going to believe that. But right. the reality is you want to know, I've got, my, I've got my son, my daughter at a place on their foundation where they know that this is, there's something wrong here. And, and, and they do because right. they're coming to you going, help me understand this. They right. know something's wrong. They don't necessarily know why it's wrong or what's wrong exactly, right. about, but they know, okay, something's off here. Let's talk about how God created us. You know, this goes back into, you know, you, you get into the psychology of how we understand self today. And the way we understand self is morphing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it used to be, you know, yourself is a kind of a fixed commodity. God gives you that, you know, you're this person. You're, right. you're, you're, you're your composition of your thoughts and your experiences. And gender is a fixed piece of you. Uh, now it's fluid. Now right. uh, we've changed our understanding of selfhood in our culture. Mm-hmm. And your child is a product of your child is living in that culture where they're being told that it's okay. You can pick your own self. Uh, if you don't like the self you are, you can make yourself make another self. self. Right. Yeah. And and part of that is the gender conversation. Is well, I'm going to trans. You know, I'm going to become this this sex or that. You know, a different gender than I am. It's and and really the the questions that your child will come to you with on this topic are not always about sex. It's really, it's really odd. I know this is hard because, again, coming my generation, uh, you know, those who just in the next ten or so years after me, 
our focus would be on, hey, that's this is a sex problem. It's not a sex problem. No. This is an identity it's problem. It's an identity issue, yeah. And, and this is the thing that you have to get to is, you know, and, and understanding that there are kids today who, and, and you know, when I was growing up in, in, in my world, uh, in, in school, if you were a homosexual person, if you came out as a homosexual person or you were caught in, in some kind of a homosexual situation, you were immediately pushed to the margin. You were mm -hmm. immediately ostracized. You were immediately mocked. You were yep. immediately made fun of. And it was, it was a horrible place to be. But today, it's totally different. It's reverse. Today, you, you become part of a protected class. Oh, yeah. If a you champion. say, well, I'm gay. Okay, well, now all of a sudden, you have a protection offered you that was, yeah. you, want to, you want to stop bullying? Yeah. Tell somebody you're gay. And yeah. all of a sudden, now if they bully you, they are, they are, it, 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 they're creating, a, they're, 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 it's, they're, hate it's a hate crime. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a, I'm bullying. No, you are, you are persecuting a minority party right. here. So you got to understand how that's changed the, the, the landscape on this question. This is not about, in fact, I would, I would dare say, if you could get that kid that came to your child and said, hey, I'm, I'm homosexual, now sit down with him and say, okay, you're a guy. Have you ever kissed a boy? And let it run. Just let the, them talk, yeah. And, and, and they're going to, no. You know, have you ever held hands with a boy? No, not really. No. You know, and, and then you could press that on as far as you want to press right. it. But the, the, but the reality is what you're going to find out is they're going to go, no, we've never done that. Yeah, it's but, not about But action. we want to be identified it's with this group. Sometimes it is a matter of they're compassionate. Well, I'm going to stand with them and help them, you know, fight their cause or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just understand it's not always about they are finding themselves sexually drawn to this particular situation. It's not really about that. Mm -hmm. Transgenderism is not about that. No. Uh, transgenderism is almost a way to escape sex. In fact, it's, mm -hmm. it's, an, it's, an, it's an odd world. And, yeah, and again, if we walk at this from our perspective, we're going to walk into the wrong closets here on this. And, mm -hmm. and you want to let your child define, this is the question I'm asking. Can I be a friend with this person? The answer should be yes. Yeah. In fact, the answer should be, why don't you invite your friend over and let's have dinner? You do that? Yeah. Oh, you talk about scoring some points, Mom and Dad. Mm -hmm. You would let them come to your house? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, honey, understand, I don't th that doesn't mean I think it's right. I don't think this is a right thing. You know, the Bible's very clear. It says that, you know, that, that, that you know, the homosexual relationships are, are condemned by God. It's very clear. So we're not saying they're right. We're not saying this is the right thing to do. But, but the right thing to do is to love this person. And, uh, and, and I would strongly, any parent that's really wrestling with this, you need to read something by Rosario Butterfield. Mm -hmm. Listen to her videos or buy one of the books so that good. she's written. But one of the things that she emphasizes, because as a lady who came out of a gay lifestyle, she said, the first thing that I noticed immediately when I came out of this lifestyle into church is I no longer had community. Mm. In the gay life, I had community. I had friends. I, had yeah. I was over at people's houses all the time. We were always together. We were hanging out, having a good time. When I left that, I left all that behind. And now I'm alone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what if you offer community to mm -hmm. this person? Uh, and, and what difference would that make? And who knows what kind of lifestyle they may be coming out of? And, and who knows how you could help? Now, if your child is really waffling here, I don't know if I would you know, push that too much. But at the same time, this is an, also an opportunity for you to show the gospel to your child and certainly to this child that they right. know. So I think and, that, and that's, yeah. oh, wow, what a great idea yeah. that, that when not only do you invite this friend over to your home, but you engage them with the gospel, how yes. cool would it yes. be for yes. your child to watch you even join yes. you in sharing yes. the gospel 
with this person. model I model mean, for them how to have this conversation exactly yeah. uh, and, and it's really important I, I want to just you know emphasize this and we'll be done that we don't we want we want to keep acceptance and approval separated yes. for our kids yes. as Christians we kind of do that the rest of the culture is kind of not doing that right now mm-hmm. but to let them know that we love them we care for them we want to have a relationship mm-hmm. we want to build community with mm-hmm. them but that does not mean that we approve of what they're doing. And that's yes. really important for our kids to understand. Yeah. So again, thank you for joining us today. Uh, if you have any more questions about our ministry or our church, you can find us at fruitcove.com. Uh, if you'd like to engage us here on the Parent Life Podcast, you can reach us at parentlife at fruitcove.com. Email us and we would love to talk with you or engage with you uh, something on, on one of the topics even. Uh, thank you again so much for joining us and we will see you next week.